Hello everyone, welcome to the monologue. I apologize that I missed a day. Um, I had gotten very busy with work and um, really got swamped. So I apologize to y'all for not being able to upload a video in time. And so you basically you're getting part of yesterday and today in all one, one go. Um, anyway, Zelenki would like you to send your children to die in Europe. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're a parent, I have never known somebody of so much arrogance as that. If you're a parent, you will not send your kids to die in Europe. We sent our kids both times. World War One, World War Two. We're not starting a third world war for Ukraine. I'm sorry, that's not going to happen. You know, it's bad enough that they want to fund Ukraine and they want us to waste our money and our treasury and everything else uh, in a proxy war against Russia, which is what it is, and Ukraine is the scapegoat. Now, Ukraine can win this thing by itself. It does not need the United States' help. They've already proven that. Zelensky was threatening the United States with potentially World War Three by saying, hey, if you don't fund us, if you don't give us arms, then Russia's going to march on NATO. Russia isn't stupid. It's not going to do that. And NATO is a lot more conventionally powerful than Russia ever will be. And so that never made any sense to me. Um, I think it's just a lot of, I would like to say it's all chat, but I would not put it past dumb Biden to go along with it. I mean, after all, the Democrats are all about death and destruction. Now, granted, not all Democrats, but most of them. To, if you're a Democrat today, then I'm probably going to lump you into with that people. That that piece of garbage that says uh, if you're not woke, if you look at your lapel, how many how many stripes do you have? All your stripes. If you don't have all your stripes, you're not. You're a bigot. You're a racist. You're a homophobe. You're blah 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 blah. The fact is, that's the mentality of the left. If you don't have all your ribbons all lined up, then you're not one of them. That's cult talk. That is commie talk. That is uh, that is nonsensical and it's be honest, uh, very stupid. You know, in the Democrat Party, I mean, they're they're, they're the party of slavery. And I actually, you know, that brings up the next topic of the video, uh, which is, I think, one of the funniest things I ever heard. And I actually support it 100%. And if you guys uh, pay attention to the channel, you'll know I have so, uh, sort of bend against the left and their stupidity. I actually had to leave the city because it's so bad. But give you an idea, and I noticed uh, some people were asking, somebody asked me about the photo in the frame. Uh, that is a picture of the Fulton Mansion in Corpus Christi. Um, I picked it up when I was there. I visited it. It was very nice. Um, and there's a little bit of family history tied to it, um, which I'm not really wanting to get into. Uh, but anyway, it, the reason it looks tilted is actually for more reasons than uh, you might understand. And that has to do with the table <laughs> that I have. Um Anyway, 
apart from Zelensky demanding your kid, demanding your money, demanding you're going to send your children to Europe to die for them? This is, I'm sorry, a war between Ukraine and Russia isn't good, isn't big news. It's old hat. You guys have been at each other for centuries. Why the hell would the United States, which is only 200-something years old, want to get involved with something that's been a blood feud for the last 500, 600 years? It's stupid. We're not, we're not that dumb. I hope we're not that dumb, but we are quickly and very fast approaching beyond not just the fattest people in the, United, in the world, but the dumbest people in the world. Now, I'm thankfully, you know, uh, I found some good friends who uh, are helping me become a better person as far as my weight concerns, so that's good. Uh, they constantly put me to labor work, which I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. But anyway... Going back to the news, one of the things, I don't really want to be that guy. You know, I want, I want to try to bring in some better videos designed to help people. But <laughs> um, they just passed a bill. Or they haven't passed a bill. Maybe it, the appropriate terminology would be the bill has been introduced, and I hope it's good. Now, here, can I, can I say something that's going to be pissing off the left like nobody else's business and yet put a smile on my face? Texas, Texas Republican introduces a bill providing tax breaks to families who stay married and have kids. There's your answer for the war on poverty. In fact, the war on poverty is the exact opposite. You know, stay single, have as many kids as possible, get on government dole, and you'll be voting Democrat the rest of your life for the next 200 years, as London Johnson once said. You know, I'm sorry to say, but, you know, the blacks, they went from 26% divorce rate to 73 after the war was declared on poverty because it benefits single mothers with kids. Or single, what the, I don't know, is, is that even appropriate? Has the left gotten so stupid to say, well, you know, that a mother could be with a penis? No, it can't. You sick bastard. <laughs> That's not how it works. That's what makes a man. Anyway, testosterone, lots of it, which you can go get now prescription-wise and give it to a bunch of ladies that realize that they're probably going to be beat. PMSing beyond all measure. Not a good thing. They're not just punishing men severely, but they're taking testosterone to get themselves real beefy so they can beat the crap out of you more. No. Anyway, Texas Republican introduces a bill providing tax breaks to families who stay married and have kids. I think this is a wonderful idea. I'm just surprised it's taken this long. How has it taken this long for us to go, wait a minute, maybe we should try to preserve the institution of family and the nuclear family and marriage. Maybe we should do something to improve that. And this is one of those bills. And I hope it's good. And I hope it passes, of all things. But it's not the only bill that has put a smile on my face. 
this is the bill that I've got me, um, how would I say, uh, not just smile, but I hope it goes viral. And it was a bill, and if I can find it, I want to read it because it is so um, off the chart. It's a bill in Florida that was introduced, um, and I'm trying to find it. Uh, it was a bill that they're calling it the ultimate cancellation bill, which I think is pretty cool to say. Uh, if I'm trying to find it here, um, bear with me for a minute because it is. When I saw this, I couldn't believe it, and I had to. I wish I had taken a snapshot and screened it uh, because it would be so much better. Um, but let me go ahead and get along with the other bill here first, because there, there were three bills I wanted to cover. The first one was the, mar the pro-marriage bill, which I think is awesome. The second one is, um, I don't know if I covered this one here, but they, they're going to, uh, Florida bill is going to expand the parental rights and education law, dubbed Don't Say Gay by critics. Now, that feels like an old hat, doesn't it? And yet, that's a bill that's been there before. Um... And it's one of those cases where I actually think the parent should be the ultimate decider in the kids that they gave birth to. Um, people say, well, I don't know about that. Uh, but they want to give birth. Well, no, a parent gives birth, but then they send them to the children to an institute that suddenly says, you know, maybe we shouldn't... Uh, Maybe we should change, change this. Maybe we should change how everything, uh, you know, maybe the parent isn't the parent. Maybe they're co-parenters with the government. Or maybe the government is the parent. Yeah, um, we. I remember something about Adolf Hitler. He said, uh, uh, it doesn't matter what you think, your kid will belong to the, they will be educated in the new camp. And they will only know the new camp. And how do they do that? Through the education, compulsory, mandatory education system. That, that is crazy. But that's why I think this is good that people, that people like Ron DeSantis will, I don't even think he's responsible for it, but I'm trying to see here who's the original, uh, the original parental right bill, or HB 1557, was passed by the state legislature in March 22. That was that's why I said it felt familiar. Was it don't say gay bill? Um, the, all this says is that you can't provide sexual orientation or gender identity to elementary school children in the third grade or younger. Okay, America, is it this bad? Yeah, it is that bad. <laughs> it is that bad. The left are trying to destroy the ability of humans to identify themselves as male or female. Gee, does he have tits? Does he have balls? No? Why not? Because he was castrated and she had a mastectomy. The last time I checked, he had testicular cancer and she had breast cancer. Your point? That doesn't change the fact that she's a woman and he's a man. But the left still wants you to somehow cross that. 
Because they're liars. That's what they are. They're liars. And that kind of stuff just... It, it grinds my... It, ugh. Because I'm a parent, I, I have to think about my kids and thinking that they might go to a school where that kind of crap is being taught brings the new, brings a new terminology to mind. Is there such a thing as parental justice? Is, is, have we gotten, is there a thing called parental justice where the parent can say, I don't know, this guy was grooming my kid. He was teaching my son to masturbate at one, at, at first grade. He pulled him aside and taught him, you know, because my son didn't know how to pull his pecker. You know, uh, and then, what happened to the old-fashioned, oh, I found out. Okay, well, I'm going to take care of that right now. And then you wonder why he's on the 6 o'clock news because the other guy is in parts. Or he got dragged behind a car or something. You know, there has to be parental... Your job as a parent is to educate your child to handle life. Life throws everything at you. And if you're not brought up in a stable home, which is why I support the marriage bill, or a pure functioning family with a dad and a mom properly identified, and it's not two dads, one playing a bitch and the other not, um, you know, or two lesbians, and, you know, no, no. It has to be a proper home so that the kid grows up nice and mentally stable so they can identify appropriately when uh, certain things start happening around puberty. Oh, that's okay. We just go ahead and castrate them chemically. And, you know, it's that kind of crap that just makes me want to, you know, <laughs> it, that makes me demand justice. It makes me hunger for justice. And then to know that the justice system will say, well, you as a parent lose all your right. Let's give it to the state. Uh, now he will be a she. I'm going to cut his balls off. Actually, the terminology used to be nutting. Anyway, um, but I found the bill that was being pushed, and this is a wonderful bill, which I think, okay, here's the, I'm going to just pitch it to you, and you can say in the comment section whether you say yes or no. Florida Republican pitches bill to eliminate the Florida Democratic Party. The Ultimate Cancellation Act would cancel the filing of any party that has previously advocated for slavery, which the Democratic Party did 150 years ago. But I, how can you say no to this bill? Nobody wants a party that was responsible for slavery or advocating for it. Anybody want to uh, vote no? 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 Okay. <laughs> But that is, and I hope this goes viral. I hope this, uh, this is a a Florida state senator uh, by, but uh, Ingola. Uh, I can't pronounce her first name. Belize? uh, Belize? I don't know. Ingola, which would require the state division of election to immediately cancel the filing of any political party whose platform had previously advocated or have been in support of slavery or involuntary servitude. The bill is called 1248. I hope everybody says yes. That would not only, 
That would immediately, uh, Joe Biden's numbers would tank for 2024 because nobody in Florida will be able to vote Democrat. And I don't know why anybody would vote Democrat. They're the, wrong, they're the party of slavery. They're the party of indentured servitude. Why would you trust that they will set you free? When they give you all this free stuff, it's really just to keep you in bonds. It's to keep you down. It is to keep you imprisoned. That's the whole system. If you keep somebody thinking they're a victim, they will never get strong enough to overthrow their oppressors. The first rule of beating an oppressor is to realize you're not a victim. That's the first rule. But as long as they can say, well, you're not the way you want to be because of that Hispanic person or that white person or, uh, you know, et cetera, et cetera, insert here or gender or whatever, and point the finger somewhere else so that they constantly feel like they're a victim. If they can keep that feeling going, that person will not wake up. And that person will not say, wait a minute, you're the oppressor, and go after them. So I hope that bill actually goes through, because that would be a really good thing. And I kind of hope it goes viral. You know, suddenly ends up in Texas, suddenly ends up in, you know, Oklahoma, uh, Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, and slowly work its way like a virus throughout the state because nobody can say no to it because if they say no to it, that means they must support slavery. If they say no to it, they have to support slavery. They must be in favor of supporting the party that supports slavery. Do you want to be the one to say no? I actually think this is going to be one of those things which is good, but I wonder if it will even pass. I wonder if it, because it's been introduced, uh, they filed a bill, if enacted, it obviously eliminates Florida's Democratic Party. doesn't eliminate all parties, it only eliminates the one party that was responsible for slavery and oppression and everything else that's happened to a lot of black people over the year, um, and, and also keeping them down. They keep the, the Democratic Party has always been about slavery, always been about urban plantation, always been about keeping people victimized so that they keep their power. That's how they believe they achieve power. And that's not how it should be done. Uh, but it would be nice to see if the ultimate cancellation bill goes through. And hopefully it goes uh, viral. Now, <laughs> um, what disturbs me is, you know, when I talked about the don't be gay bill, don't be gay bill, don't say gay, whatever, uh, the expansion of this bill for the Florida bill, which is titled uh, 1223, prohibits, the, prohibits this up to the 8th grade. That's not a bad thing. Even 6th graders are coming out and say, hey, I, I read the comic book called Nick and Charlie. It's about two dudes dicking each other in the ass after stealing wine. That's not educational. What is the next thing? Sexual techniques in bed? I mean, is that going to be available at, at, at the elementary school library? God forbid. Actually, I think I may have given the left an idea. Shit. Anyway. <laughs> that... that you know, it's hard for my brain to comprehend the, the, the perversity of the left. It really struggles at times.
And speaking of left, it's not always, it's not every you know sometimes the right even the judges get things wrong. Um, and here is some something interesting. And I, I want to show you the insanity of the left first before I go on. The insanity of the left. A man was arrested in California for not wearing a mask on the day the state of the emergency ended. So as soon as, hey, there's no emergency. Oh, you're in arrest. Shit. What did I do? It's whatever the hell they said you did. That's pretty much how they rule now in California. I, I would never go there, and I hope never to go there. Now, <laughs> here's something interesting I noticed. Um, and this is actually illegal. This is uh, a legal thing that's happened. And it basically, sometimes the justice system screws up. <coughs> As in the case of Younger, who's a boy being forced to live with his mother in California so she can force sexual reassignment surgery on him. He's a boy. He knows he's a boy. He wants to be a boy. But Mama wants to cut his balls off and give him fake titties. Or even worse, cut his ball. I think he's young enough, actually. I think he's young enough that if you pump him full of hormones, he might get there. Yeah, but he's not going to be like Jazz, who's so fat and ugly, you couldn't even touch that. But... Why would anybody want to? That, that was a that was a boy who always insisted he was a C. Never makes sense. Um, the house now. I'm actually looking forward to this because I actually have been studying what TikTok is. But a house panel approved a bill finally empowering Biden to ban TikTok. That has been a while for. That's been coming for a long while. TikTok is run by ByteDance over in China, and they use it for propaganda. That's what they use for. It is designed to dumb America down and to push communism and leftist ideology, woke ideology. Jeez, that sounds like uh, YouTube. So, yeah, we'll see about that. Um, one of the more ominous things I think that's coming out is uh, the AG, Attorney General Garland, claims that the FBI has been put all its resources, full resources, into attacks on pro-life pregnancy centers. Okay, here's the problem. Pro-life pregnancy centers. They want to... At now, the attacks, there's only been two arrests and over 200 attacks. That's a success rate of 1%. I could do better if you just put police in front of the building. Or have private security. And what's wrong with being pro-life anyway? How the leftists say, well, we got to have less people. We need to kill them all. You know, there is a book. And um, the philosophy in that book is very disturbing. But one of those things that was being pushed was this idea of destroy everything. Just destroy it. End all life. Because life is suffering or whatever. I've never heard such bullshit in my life. But that's the belief of the left. They believe that, Amer that humans are a virus on the planet and therefore need to be exterminated. I have never heard of such, such evil. But there it is. 
And it just pisses me off that we don't have a justice system that will come out and say, you know what, maybe uh, maybe we should step in and stop this madness, this nonsense. But thankfully, people, state, local governments, and even institutions are starting uh, to fix some things. Um, so, like, for example... Um, Princeton student says progressive colleges are now pushing moderate students to become to embrace conservatism. What's wrong with that? Hard work, pro-life, pro-gun, pro-constitution, love your neighbor. That's not a bad idea. As opposed to the alternative, which is he the sea and the black people are always oppressed. Anyway, I, uh, let's see here. <laughs> there are also other stupid things coming out. Um, and that's one, just some of the things that are on the list. Um, I think the bill is a wonderful idea. You know, they should ban the Democrat Party. They should endorse marriage as a solution to a lot of uh, societal woes. Whether they'll do that or not, I don't know. But it would be nice if they did. Now, the last thing I want to talk about, um, I'm going to have to do a little research before I do it, so that's going to be a quick pause. Don't be surprised if suddenly I look different, because i got to put everything, i got to put the recording on pause to make sure I have the story right, because if, it, if I don't get it right, people are going to castrate me for it. Not literally, because I won't allow them. I'm a big guy, and I know how to handle myself. Anyway, be right back. Okay, so I'm back. I actually did the uh, research. I, it's one of those things where you hear about it, but you really don't want it to be true. So, here's what it is. The DHS, also known as Department of Homeland Security, has a program aimed at domestic violent extremism. And it's being accused of being paramount to pre-crime policing. I don't know what that, I mean, I kind of saw Minority Report maybe once, and so I kind of have an idea what pre-crime policing is, the idea that you can somehow predict whether somebody's going to be a bad person or not. But the Department of Homeland Security has been publicizing several new programs aimed at combating domestic violent extremism, including violent white supremacy, which poses in their word, the most significant and immediate terrorism-related threat to the United States. Was it white supremacists that basically occupied Seattle and held it for a hundred days and terrorized the population there? Uh, anyway, I mean, I'm just just saying. I mean, uh, was it uh, white supremacists that burned down Kenosha? Was it white supremacists that went and destroyed Confederate statues? Is that the white supremacists we're talking about? Because the last time I looked at white supremacy, it, it was kind of discredited with the whole defeat of the Nazis. But something else came out of that that transmorphous, that metamor- went under, underwent metamorphosis and became what was basically any supremacy. Uh... We could make the case for black supremacy with the Black Panther movement. 
They don't talk about that. We can't talk about whether uh, black people can be racist just as much as white people can, just as much as Hispanic people can. Any race can be racist. That's a simple fact. So why is it just white? What, what, what's, what's up with that? I mean, I know the whole left is trying to target white culture and they destroy white culture, and I think I even did a little bit on it, uh, talking about, you know, as opposed to self-individual and self-responsibility, what's the alternative? As opposed to taking care of your neighbor, what's the alternative? A lot of what they define as white culture is just being a good human being. Anyway. Uh, the creation of a Center for Prevention Programs and Partnership, CP3, has right group, particularly conservative and right-leaning ones, concerned that CP3 could be unfairly targeting them. Yeah. Did anybody forget the IRS thing? But let, let's just see. Let's just go along with this and try to get, uh, get to it. Today, U.S.-based loan actors and small groups, including homegrown violent extremists and domestic violent extremists, uh, you mean the 74 million that you called terrorists uh, because they voted for Trump? Just saying. Um, that, because that, there are a lot more than just white people in that group. <laughs> You're kind of offending a lot more than you realize. Uh, who inspired a, by a broad range of ideological motivations. Broad range. Typically, conservatives have a very limited range. If you want broad, that you know, that's the highway to hell. You know, it always it's, as the, the good book says, the narrow road leads to life, the broad road leads to hell. Um, so you're talking to a lot of ideologies. I'm, I'm, I'm actually kind of curious as to what ideologies they might be talking about. Um, Pro-life. So you actually care about whether somebody actually has a heartbeat or not. That doesn't necessarily have to apply to the infant. That kind of, you know, and trying to stop infanticide. But you could also be talking about, you know, grandma. You know, she just killed over from a heart attack and you're trying to save her life. That's being pro-life. Maybe we should stop doing CPR on all the people that just suddenly collapse. When they collapse, just let them go. You know, they'll be better off for it. I mean, that's the kind of stupidity I'm, I'm getting at here because I'm trying to... Imp Try to show where all this might lead to. Um, so you got maybe pro-life. Um, how about pro-guns? Does anybody like to hunt? Well, you know the Second Amendment was only... No, no, I, that's not my question. Do you like to hunt? Do you do sporting activities? Do you target practice? Do you like to do anything that requires a firearm? Yeah, most of us do, I think. Most of us have, even if you don't like guns in particular, probably, have probably at least once in your life shot the full automatic BB gun at the carnival. Or, you know, it's not just the carnival, but I think the circus maybe at one point had it. I don't know. Uh, but it would, you know, try to hit the star in the little card, and of course you would run out of bullets before you got through the card unless you're really, really good at it. And so, yeah, is that is that in that uh, order of things? Is that that one? Is that one you like being your pro Second Amendment? How about being pro First Amendment? You have a right to speak your mind. Maybe that one might be a, a bad ideology. I, I don't know because they don't give you a list. 
that I don't they say they're just inspired by a broad range of ideological motivations. So we're not really worried about the tow heads that that destroyed two major buildings and led to the death of three thousand people on 9/11. We're not worried about that at all anymore. So let's not care about that anymore. And we're not worried about uh, a town being burnt to the ground and, and really can't rebuild itself like Kenosha or uh, Seattle when they took, when they created what's called Chaz or Chop. That was weird. But yeah, so I don't, I wish they would expand on this broad range just to help us understand what they mean. You know, are you talking Christian? Are you talking pro-life? Are you talking pro-gun? Are you talking... Uh, pro First Amendment, your right to speak as you see fit. Is that what we're talking here? Are we talking about maybe uh, limited government? You know, maybe uh, uh, maybe controlled spending. You know, maybe you have to have fiscal responsibility. Maybe that's a bad ideology. But you don't know. It says post the most significant and persistent terrorism related threat to our country, according to the. De- Department of Homeland Security Secretary uh, Alejandro Mayorkas, uh, which he said during a Senate Homeland Security uh, hearing on counterterrorism this week. Okay, so we're not talking about the groomers. We're not talking about the rape uh, gangs that that patrol up in Michigan and stuff like that, especially where there's a heavily Muslim population going on. Um, We're not talking about any of that. We're not talking about the drugs that used to rule, you know, Washington State. I mean, people kind of remember the, the I forgot what's the kind of shootout that, that happened between the Army Rangers and the Crips, and the Army Rangers kicked ass and took names. Yeah, that was kind of the, their job. Um, Mallorca said that CP3 will be targeting, among other things, perceived government overreach and conspiracy theories promoting violence. Although he does not clarify what his department believes constitute those things. Hmm. Maybe vaccines might cause heart attacks. I mean, after all, we can categorically define that suddenly there's an uptick of all the young people dropping dead as at the beginning of 2019. If I took the statistical facts from everybody before 2019, you may have a story once every six months about somebody suddenly collapsing and dying. But after that, it's just like every other day or every day. Somebody just dropped dead, whether it be on the field or whether it be at home or whether they're in the shower or in bed. They just suddenly die. And they're in their 20s and their 30s. I wonder if there's a connection, say, to vaccines. Just a curious thought. Now, it's artificial sweeteners. Oh, maybe that's it. It's very simple. Maybe. Or maybe it's the other thing. But just simply positrating that question begins to set off alarm bells. Uh, promoting, uh, uh, see, the problem with conspiracy theory is right now we're living in a day and age where a lot of conspiracy theories are actually being proven conspiracy fact, conspiracy facts, where people are literally saying, "Hey, is this like for example, I got canned on YouTube a while back." Because I spoke out, and this was uh, 20, I want to say February of 2020, maybe it was January of 2020, when I was started trying to figure out what happened with the Wuhan, the Wu flu, the Wuhan virus, and 
I was trying to figure out first is it as lethal as they say. You know, it was just basic curious. But as I kept going down, because the official story was it was from a seafood market. That's the story they ran with for three years. It's now 23, and they're saying, yeah, um, it came from the lab. Wait a minute, you're telling us that for three years when every conspiracy theorist who perpetrated this idea that you said was a conspiracy theorist theory is now not only not conspiracy theory, it's factual. It's proven. It's written in a document now. Are, are you ever going to go back and say, I'm sorry to the last three years of people who had their lives destroyed? <laughs> Perceived government overreach. Mm, I don't know. Should we have the Department of Education teaching our kids that they should masturbate in kindergarten? You know, it, who decides this stuff? Remember, when they put these ideas, they have to clarify. And since they're not clarifying, it means it's open-ended. means whatever they deem is a threat, will be a threat, whether it's as harmless as a child sucking on a lollipop or the, and the old man smoking a cigar, which might actually be deemed terrorist, I don't know. He's just smoking a cigar. Yeah, tobacco's not legal, but weed is, so go smoke weed. Okay. Um, activist Ed Hasbrook. A consultant for a nonprofit identity project compared the effort to root art or domestic terrorism to pre-crime policing. Okay, this is one of the things where pre-crime policing says that, well, we don't know that you're going to be a terrorist, but we're going to assume that you are just simply because you're white. Okay, do I not know something? Maybe, maybe uh, I need to go to Europe, maybe where there's more white people. You know, maybe all the white people should get up and leave and leave this to a, a predominant... I mean, seriously, what is what is this white supremacy they talk about? Because we discredited it. It was called Nazism. It was discredited. Now, in the KKK, that was a white supremacy group, but I haven't heard of the KKK coming back. You had Robert Byrd, who was in the, the uh, halls of Congress for 49 years. Why didn't you can him? Oh, because he was one of us. Oh, okay. So you make exceptions when they're part of your group or your tribe. How disturbing. CP3's attempt to predict future crimes will be are based on behavioral patterns, i.e. profiling, and on encouraging members of the public to inform their family, friends, and classmates. Uh, wrote in a statement, the problem is that the law does not permit persecution based solely on patterns of lawful behavior, and with good reason. Pre-crime prediction is a segment of the imagination of the creators of a dystopian fantasy movie, Minority Report, which they want to happen. They would like that kind of stuff. And you know what? They will only go after the people who they think would challenge their power. They would never, never stop crime. Never. Because it keeps them in power. As long as the, the population are victims, and you think you're a victim, they can keep their power. They keep their power by making you a victim. So, they're not going to stop crime. They don't want to stop crime. If they stop crime, guess what happens? They're out of a job. 
It's a business. It's a business. The war on poverty is designed to keep you in poverty and to make more people impoverished. Why? Because it keeps the dough rolling. It keeps the money flowing. It keeps jobs and employment. So the only one who really prevents it are the, the uh, how shall I say it, the plantation masters. They're the only ones that get paid out of this. How about the war on drugs? That's a good one, right? You're self-harming yourself by doing drugs that are purified, going to kill you, and you're pushing it on other people. Okay. Sure. Fine. But here's the thing. Everybody's responsible for what they do. It's like the alcoholic who decides to go to a bar and get wasted. He has a choice to make. He can either not go to the bar or go to the bar, get drunk, or don't touch the alcohol. This is kind of simple, isn't it? But no, the war on drugs is actually designed to punish and keep people in it. You ever notice that people who go to prison are oftentimes more likely not only to reoffend, but actually be more effective in their reoffending? They learn stuff while they're in prison so that they, when they go back, they can try to get away with it. That's the, that's the problem. Every time the government tries to fix something, and they call it the war on terror, the war on drugs, the war on poverty, it only makes it worse. Now, that last one, the war on terrorism, I've got a kind of curious question here. Since history tells us that every time government gets involved, it creates more of the same. So, what's the target then? When you say white supremacy groups, are you actually talking the neo-Nazis? Those people? Are you really talking about them? Or are you talking about the conservative America that would that would die on the battlefield for you? Are you talking about conservative America that believe in the nuclear family? That believe that you have to have a father and a mother, a man and a woman? That believe that you should have children and more than two so that you keep repopulating the planet? Is that your target? So here's the problem. He said, he adds, that neither the DHS nor anyone else actually has any precog, human, robotic, or cybernetics like those in the movies who can predict future crime or any profile or algorithm that actually enables it to predict who will commit future crimes. Nobody can ever predict a future that, except a future that is actually unfolding before our eyes, which I actually believe is written in the Bible. It's called Revelation. But... Apart from that, which is basically all the Bible shows in Revelation is something self-fulfilling. It all unfolds on itself because it was the nature of society itself. When society gets too interconnected or they have one language, which what we this is what the internet is, which is one language that binds us together as a global society, nothing would be beyond our reach according to the scriptures, and that would lead to societal collapse. It would be too much information for us to hold, and we will break apart. We will fall down. And then the worst of us will, you know, uh, dare I say, cause global genocide. Just saying. 
Um, but it says, well, any profile algorithm. So what's this whole uh, glimpse, chat glimpse or whatever? Uh, that the, the AI artificial intelligent algorithm that seems to be slowly changing. Even the, even the AI said, I'm going to destroy you all. Maybe we should take that as a clue that maybe AI is a bad idea. True AI, I mean, genuine artificial intelligence or super artificial intelligence. You don't want that ever because you can't shut it down once it starts. June, NBC News noted that many Republicans, particularly former allies of President Donald Trump, particular allies of former President Donald Trump, have expressed alarm at the Biden administration on domestic terrorism. No shit. They say it's a fear... They fear it is code for targeting conservative and right-wing activists. No, really? Don't say. Then, you know, that, that can't be right, right? Actually, I actually think it is. It makes sense. Because in the realm of common sense, the left cannot survive. In the realm of logic and reason, the left dies. And right now, the left is slowly losing as people are seeing what this wokeism is. Personally, I, just say, I think it's just satanic, and that's what it is. It's demonic and satanic. But because they're just a bunch of, ba they're a bunch of groomers that are trying to warp and destroy human minds and destroy all life on Earth because they believe humanity is a virus on the planet. Don't believe me? Just listen to their words. When you listen to them and you open your ears, you will hear what they're actually saying. And you won't like it. And because you don't like it, you're going to say something about it. You're going to speak up. You're going to start call, being a rabble-rouser. And then, of course, that the government, because it realizes, hey, we can't keep up this uh, charade much longer. We have to either uh, put on the jackboot and brown shirts and start marching through the street and start killing everyone that opposes us, or we're going to be taken out of power. I give you CP3. People say, well, that's not, that's not, that's not going to happen. Sure. It says, despite strong efforts by the media outlets and elected officials to blame January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol on far-right groups and prominent supporters of the then-President Trump, the FBI has found scant evidence that the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol was the result of an organized plot to overturn the presidential result. Because it wasn't. It was, a pro it was simply people, from what I gathered, people sh showed up in mass protesting because Donald Trump was saying it, but he, Donald Trump said be peaceful, and they were. And so everybody said, no, that's not peaceful. If you look, you will find a man named Ray Epps. If you watch the video, he set the whole thing up. He starts robbing, and even earlier when he tried to do these things, he was pointed out as an, as an agent. He was pointed out as a, a, a troublemaker. People called him out. But in this particular day, on January 6th, it failed. People didn't pick up. He was a, a, he was a ploy. He was an implant. He was a leftist designed to cause trouble. And his whole plot was to rouse the anger of the Republican to make them act irrationally. 
So they tore down the barricade, which wasn't really a barricade at all. It's bike racks, from what I understand. And then they were led in to the halls of Congress like it was a uh, tour. And then suddenly, out of nowhere, one person gets shot by the sergeant at arms. Shot in the head. Not anywhere else. She wasn't even armed, from what I understand. It was just another dead victim on another day, shot by a cop. And yet, one person dies, and they immediately cause, call it um, that they immediately call it a attack, an insurrection. That's not an insurrection. Not even close. History tells us what insurrections are, and they're not that peaceful, not by a long shot. And if it really was. I'm just going to play devil's advocate here for a second. If it really was going to be that way, why didn't the 7,000, the 700,000 or whatever that showed up that day, why didn't they all show up armed to the teeth, ready to fight a war? I mean, seriously, if you if you think about it, logically, you're not just going to be, everybody showed up and we just protest and then we just walk in. That's not how it unfolds usually. Usually, historically, when you look at all of history, it usually requires an army marching into a city. So, I, sorry, I don't see the... And, and the conspiracy charges were filed approximately 40 defendants. 40 out of 700,000. Uh, something's wrong here. 700,000 versus 40. Mathematically... <laughs> it's so insequential. Mathematically, it's not only so insequential, it, it can't even be called an insurrection. Not, not even close. But here's why some of the people will say, well, maybe this is code word. In 2017, the Department of Justice reached a settlement with dozens of conservative groups over the Internal Revenue Service unfairly targeting them when they sought tax-exempt status based on their political leanings. It was deemed that the IRS crossed party lines in its alleged targeting of political groups. Starting in 2010, conservative groups that accused the IRS of targeting organizations like the word Tea Party or Patriots in the name when they applied for tax exempt status. The IRS had expressed its sincere apology at the time. No, 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 I'm not by it. Um, and then the Attorney General Seth Sessions said, we hope that today's settlement makes clear that the, the abuse of power will not be tolerated. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, once you abuse power, it's really hard not to. And I think they've kind of been doing this for a while now. But Republicans stated that their belief for the conservative group was specifically targeted by Obama administration. <laughs> Has anybody... There's a film, a film critic of Obama whose name is Dinesh D'Souza. I like the guy's movies. Don't always agree with what he says. Um, but I like the guy. He has a good voice. He knows how to articulate. It's, it's really interesting to watch as an individual. And so that's what I tend to watch, if anything, from him for that. But I don't always agree with what he says. But one of the things that caught my eye is that the Obama administration went after him for because he broke campaign finance law. That's fine. But in every case up to him, nobody went to prison. Only he went to prison. No one else. 
And his stint was, I think, eight months teaching English in, uh, I guess, a day-holding facility? I don't know. Um, but it was very interesting that the government starts acting like this mob, almost. It's very unusual. But they say targeted government overreach. Okay, well, when you say you're going to target white supremacists, are you going to... I guess I really want to get into this a little bit because they just pa they're passing bills now in certain places like Texas and Florida that if the government wants to will label uh, the governor of Texas a white supremacist, the governor of Florida a white supremacist. I I'm just saying, if the DHS is really trying to set this up, and this is really what they want to do, they're going to have to go after governors and government officials in power. I don't know. Um, I think the federal government, and this is just my take on it, may be trying to supplant all 50 states and remove the governments of the 50 states and make province like China. Just a thought. But yeah, I had that was one of those things where you really, you really want to make sure you look into this before you even talk about it. Not because, because you might want to call it flaming rhetoric or whatever have you. But I find the wording, the fact that they don't, it's so broad that they don't even tell you what it is. It just says broad range of ideal motivations. Like what? We're not going to tell you. Okay. That seems to be pretty broad. Uh, perceived government overreach. Yeah, like, okay, the federal government creating all these czars, and as if they were the real power players, and a lot of unelected officials suddenly making rules and laws by decrees, like the ATF. I don't know, is that overreach? What defines government overreach? That's what I want to know. What defines it? And conspiracy theories. Okay, like taking the vaccine causes heart attacks. That's, uh, you know, that may be a gray murky area, but you can still question it. It's okay. You know, what I'm, what I'm worried about is that this kind of stuff makes you not want to ask questions. It makes you want to shut down. It wants to turn you into a victim. Because if you can't question authority, then guess who's the bitch? Just seriously. If you can't question it, who's the bitch? You should have at least the right to question whether the authority is lawful or correct. And lawful does not mean the law says, therefore it is. No, if the law is not applied equally, it's an unjust law. And I can think of many cases where that's the case. Like, for example, why is it perfectly okay for a woman to go get an abortion and have a doctor murder the infant in the womb, and he gets away with it just nearly willy-nilly, yet if she gets assaulted outside the pregnancy center and she loses the baby, the man goes to jail for murder. Okay, last time I checked, she's on her way to get an abortion. The man punches her in the stomach. She gives an abortion, then she had an abortion because the baby dies and the body just rejects it. So, basically, he saved her money. I mean, so why is the guy going to jail? Why isn't the abortion doctors who are always doing the abortions going to jail with them? Let's have a little, this is why I say all, lies, all laws 
must be applied across the board. So, which is it? Pregnancy woman on the way to the doctor, doctor does it, it's okay. Woman on the way to the doctor gets punched in the stomach, it's not okay. That man goes to murder, goes to jail for murder. Mm, something's here. Oh, oh, right, it's called a double standard, and that's the problem. So, I, I am a little worried, a little bit. Um, you know, CP3 might be targeting everybody. Uh, particularly 74 million Donald Trump supporters. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, I am a little worried. Um, there are a lot of Donald Trump supporters who are Mexican, a lot of Dump Donald Trump supporters who are black. It wasn't all white. But they want you to believe it's just, well, it's only going to be white, white supremacist groups like the neo-Nazis and the KKK. Really? So, Black Lives Matter, when they burned down Kenosha, uh, Kenosha, or they burned down Seattle and Portland, Oregon, that's okay, because they're black. Right. Right. You know it's not okay. You know it, in your, you know it inside you that that's not okay. You know that's a double standard. And so, what troubles me is that they, they're labeling it specifically white Domestic violent extremism, including violent white supremacy. And they're saying white supremacy is the most significant. I haven't seen a white supremacist seize a whole city and corner six square blocks and declare Chad or Chop. I have not seen white supremacy burn a whole town down called Kenosha. I have not seen white supremacy burn down Portland, Oregon. So, how could they possibly be the most dangerous and significant threat? But that's not mean I'm going to accuse them either. They should be punished. Their ideology is evil. It came out of Mein Kampf. That is a neo-communist manifesto, as far as I'm concerned. The only difference between Karl, between Karl Marx and Adolf Hitler, the only difference was that Hitler believed in nationalism, Karl Marx believed in internationalism. That's it. They both agreed you have to have a genocide to get there. So I ask, is white supremacy the neo-Nazis and those hate and KKK? Or is it what you define as hate groups like uh, white people who stand up at school boards and say, you know, you probably shouldn't be putting porn in my kid's classroom at elementary school. You probably shouldn't be, this is about Dick and this is about Nick and Charlie dicking each other in the ass while having wine. And that's in a middle school. That's the problem. It doesn't mean we, you know, you can vote these people out of office. They're not eternal. They will die eventually a physical death. Everybody does. Everybody has a heart attack. At some point, everybody's heart stops. Everybody has a stroke at some point. Now, everybody, when I say everybody, I mean every single person that has the breath in them. Before they're 120, unless they're the exception, the rule is they're dead. They're in the grave. So to guarantee the, the, the turn of the, of the wheel, if you will, is 120-year revolution guaranteed. So you can, you can just wait them out. Chances are you'll probably die in waiting with them, but 
Or you can vote them out of office. Most of these people are voted in office. You can vote them out. Or you can vote and elect people who uh, say, you know what, that's not okay. That's a way to stop all this. Vote at the elect the local level. Vote for your sheriff. Your sheriff is the most powerful person because he has the ability to challenge the federal government. If a sheriff says, no, you're not going to do that, and any attempt to do so, he can deputize the entire co- county and turn the county against the federal government. He has that authority because he's a politically elected official outside the branch of government. Because he's not supposed to be part of it. He's supposed to be a stopgap measure against what you would call government overreach, which they don't define. You can elect state legislators. You can elect state senators. You can elect state governors, all of whom will support getting rid of, say, wokeism and the left uh, rush toward annihilism or fatalism. Because that's what they have in them. They have nihilism and fatalism, and that's what they're using to destroy their country. So, as far as they're concerned, if they can destroy at least, oh, I don't know, 25 million Americans or more, maybe they can get bring America to heal and then institute a uh, dictatorship. Don't believe me? There used to be a, a, a terrorist organization called the Weather Underground years ago. Bill Ayers, Obama's best friend, whom, you know, uh, supposedly, was a member. You know, and so what? It, they posited that they would have to kill 25 million Americans just to get them to stop, to stop fighting for liberty, to stop fighting for freedom, to stop being uh, Americans to stop being good, upstanding citizens. But then they came up with something called Cloud and Piven, and then they realized, well, wait a minute, if we bring the top down and the bottom up, they will crush everybody in the middle. And then everybody has to bow to whatever dictatorship they install. Don't believe me? Look it up. Anyway, I'm going to go ahead and call it for tonight. I've probably gone way over my budgets. Um, as I'm getting close to making hour-long... So I really, hours too long for me. Um, not when I work, I, I work 13-hour days sometimes. Um, anyway, I hope you guys did like this. If you did, hit the like button. If you're new to the channel, subscribe. Uh, this is on YouTube, Rumble, Podcast. You might be able to find it on Apple now because apparently I only did it on RSS feed. And I realized, oh, wait a minute, i got to do this, this, and this. And so you might find me there. Um... In the meantime, God bless, good night, goodbye. God, don't let that be my last one.